Welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Tumhari Sulu, a comedy and drama about a housewife who becomes a radio DJ. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the first in our new series about women. I thought we'd start on a really light note. Yeah, I appreciate that a lot. And what better woman than Vidya Balan? Acclaimed Bollywood actress. Yes, star of Kahani. And uh, guess what? She can do comedy really well also. She's just so charming when she wants to be. She is. She's the kind of person that the film opens and I'm like, oh, I just wish she was in everything. Yeah. (laughs) She's so good. I love her. She's so delightful. And she's really effortless seeming Mm -hmm. in this role. I mean, in anything I've seen her in, but in this role. So it's a movie about, like we said, she's a housewife. But it's kind of in the English of English category, but it's not Mm -hmm. really because she's not like a downtrodden housewife. Right. Her husband loves and respects her. Her child loves and respects her. I mean, her family thinks she's a bit of a screw up, but... They, she's older twin sisters who are the pushiest aunties in the world. They are overbearing and unbearable. Mm -hmm. And no fun at all. Oh, they hate fun. You can tell. (laughs) They don't enjoy a good lemon and spoon race at all. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, They probably wouldn't do well in any of the contests that she won. Mm-hmm. She lists a bunch of contests she was in. She's just, like, up for anything. She's yeah. like, I won fastest vegetable cutter, like, four years in a row. And yeah. <laughs> just all this stuff. But they're always like, remember, you didn't pass your secondary exams. And also, you're bad at everything. And also, <laughs> shut up and do what we tell you. Yeah, no one cares about all of these contests. Yeah. But her husband's kind of like her, where they see him as kind of being an underachiever. and Yeah. Although he's seems to single-handedly be keeping this sewing shop alive honestly and then a terrible manager comes in what was that guy's deal i've missed the part where they so said he was, was the grandson of the owner okay I and so he, he basically yeah so he basically moves in and he's like i'm taking over and i'm gonna fix all this well but he, he also has crazy mm-hmm. anger problems as well as like unresolved no, issues with being an authority and abusing his power and no real experience so he right. screws up and then he blames it on the other guy yeah He's like, oh, you're leaving at six or whatever, taking off early. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She was insufferable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so this woman, um, she is always interested in all these ideas, Sulu is. And mm-hmm. so her family's used to her coming up with these ideas and then immediately kind of forgetting about them or losing interest or getting interested in something else. So they don't really think about it very much when she applies to be a radio DJ. And then she winds up getting the job mm-hmm. through, you know, a series of unusual circumstances at the radio station. Yeah. And she's an evening DJ, which means that she's using her sexy voice. Yeah, exactly. And it's like men who are calling it. Yeah. It's not really dirty, but it's like... It's suggestive. Yeah. And like the first guy who calls in is like giggling the entire time. Yeah. So then her family is like, it's smut. You have to stop. I and I feel like it kind of reminds me of like radio stations, old radio stations mm-hmm. here where they used to do that kind of thing where it was never, yeah, it wasn't like explicit, but it was just like suggestive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they would play a lot of like smooth jazz. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just her enthusiasm is so contagious. I mean, she goes in 
to pick up a prize for a radio contest she won. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, oh, I see a flyer for this. Let me apply. And she's like, there's no application. Send your send your voice in and we'll, like, look at it. She's like, I can't do that. Can you record it right now? And yeah. She's just unafraid like, to just push the limit on what people will do for her. Absolutely. And then she gets the contact information for her future boss, Maria, who runs the station. And she blows up her phone about it. I mean, she's like, hey, I can be a DJ. An RJ, yeah. sorry. Yeah, she's just like, I can do it. I can do it. I want to do all these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even though she has no experience in it. And mm -hmm. the hours are completely different than the hours she's used to. And, yeah. and the producer's a jerk. I can't believe the producer kept sitting in there and writing things down for her to say. She never seems to take them. No. Uh, that is Although the, he was hilarious. I'm a poet. Was, he was funny, and he was really good in his role. And I wish that they had translated what was ever written down anywhere. <laughs> I know, because it would have been really funny to know what he thought she should say. Yeah, exactly. But that's the main point of conflict, too. She now has to balance making all the food for her family and keeping her house together while working nights as a DJ. And I thought this was a really nice look at that because it doesn't really present... It's All the arguments aren't on one side or the other. Yeah. You can see that this makes her happy and fulfilled and she really enjoys the work and she's really good at it. Mm -hmm. And she's making a difference in people's lives. That old guy that calls in. I know. So sweet. Well, and she's also... Well, and her boss loves her. Her, her co-workers mm -hmm. love her, mostly. But at the same time, her family is actually suffering because she's not around as much. Because she's right. not able to do all the things that she was before. Even though there are also benefits for them, which is, you know, she's bringing a salary in and it's easier for her husband to maybe think about quitting his job because of this mm -hmm. horrible guy. Um, but she's not there to emotionally support him during his horrible time. Exactly. Or support her kid who's going through a hard time at school. Yeah. Um, so I, I just really like this movie because of that. I just think it does a really good job of showing. It doesn't feel like it's got an axe to grind with the issue of like, should women work or not? Which I imagine is quite the topic in India. Sure. Yeah. Because part of it really, like the conflict is mostly that she has to work at night. Yes. And she's working a job that her husband doesn't really love her working in because she's mm -hmm. speaking suggestively to all these guys and, like, telling stories and jokes that are in jokes with her husband and things like that that he doesn't love. Mm hmm Which is, seems legitimate. I mean, that's yeah. definitely something you would have to adjust to. Yeah, exactly. And I also like that she's not shown as being perfect. Like, when her husband... Because yeah. she, she turns everything into a joke, you know? Mm -hmm. That can be, that can put some strain on some situations when her husband is trying to be serious about something. Yeah, if he's really upset and she's just, like, joking about it, yeah, that makes the other person angrier. Yeah. So I just thought, for such a light movie, that it just did a lot of things really well. It really did. And the, a lot of the comedy was, like, actually really funny. And it wasn't going over the top, and it wasn't, I know. You know it was just a sweet movie. Yeah. It was. And there are musical numbers in it. There actually are. There's like three. Yeah. Yeah. And they're very sweet. They're more like the musical numbers in Monsoon Wedding. Yeah. Real life people having fun, mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say this is probably a beginner movie. There's cultural references in it that are going to go over the heads of people if they've never seen any Bollywood movies. But it's so Western in its feel mm -hmm. that I don't think that's going to matter. Yeah. I feel like if you haven't seen a lot, you'd probably think they were poorer than they are yeah but that's just cultural um 
Mm-hmm. And I think it's fine also for the whole family. Stuff that she's being suggestive about on the radio, like we said, is never explicit. And the kids aren't going to understand no, some of that. No, it's pretty subtle. So yeah. it's just going to go over a kid's head. Yeah, it's more like how she's saying hello. And they're going to find it just as funny as she does. Yeah, exactly. So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. I think the resolution to this movie was really interesting because like we said, Mm -hmm. it is, it doesn't really fall very hard on one side or the other, but for a while you think she's going to have to quit her job. I know. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. Because she's so good at it. She's so good at it. And it just like, if that's the only problem, you know, it feels like there should be ways around it. Because for a while, it does feel like her husband's being unreasonable. It feels like he's really unhappy and he wants to make her unhappy. But that's not really what it is. Right. And I think, I mean, I think he wants to make her angry because he's so angry. But part of it is that he's in a really impossible position at work. Mm -hmm. He's working all of a sudden under an absolute monster. Yeah. And, And this is a place he's worked at for 12 years. He knows all the guys. He's dealt with all the problems. He was good at his job. Mm-hmm. And it was already a hard job. Like, yeah. he was already, like, working a hard job, and then this happens, and it's right when all this upheaval is happening at home. Yes. So I definitely... He's, he comes off sometimes like he's the aggressor, but really, like, when you think about a marriage and a life together, I don't think he is. No, because he is going through a really hard time. And it is exactly the time when you want things to be stable somewhere in your life. Seriously. And it wasn't stable. And he wasn't able to, like, fall asleep next to Sulu or talk to her as he was going to bed. Or, like, Mm -hmm. all the things that you see at the beginning of the movie as to what made their relationship, their marriage so great. Oh, sure. Yeah. And really, the the aggressors in that situation are her extended family, her, her twin sisters and her father to a certain extent. Yeah. Because they just, like, don't respect what they want her to do. Because she's like, well, you guys work outside the home. You can't blame me for working outside the home. Like, you keep saying you should get a job, and now I have a job, and you're all angry. They're like, yeah, well, we meant, like, an accountant. Yeah, you're not. We didn't mean you should peddle smut. <laughs> Which was so funny. Yeah. And the dad just kind of always backs the older sisters. Right. And, Yeah. And then they're, like, trying to push her husband into, like, making her do certain things, which he is, like, you know, by the end of the movie, he's, like, uh, yeah, I actually do want you to quit. So then everybody's ganging up on her. Um, Yeah. You know, he feels like he's finally found support, but then she feels like she's lost her only support. Yeah. So it's one of those things where, like, it's very true to life. This is just, like, not everything is cut and dry. Mm -hmm. Not everything is... One person's right and one person's wrong. And not everyone is going to express themselves, per- like, express their feelings perfectly mm-hmm. the first time around. Exactly. Yeah. And when her son goes missing, and the funny thing is, I'm like, I don't think there's anything she could have done that really no. would have. Well, like she said, I he's asleep when I go <laughs> go to work. Like, what do you want me to do? 
And that's not the type of stuff a kid shares with his mom anyway. No, if he wasn't talking to, you know, anybody else about it, he wasn't going to talk to her about it. But that happens. And of course, then she's feeling overwhelmingly guilty about it all. And I mean, because they maybe the one thing I guess that would have been different is they might have handled the punishment side of it better. Yeah. Because they were putting a lot of their own issues into how they were going to deal with him. Definitely. And I think that, I don't know, maybe this is me projecting, but for me, I, I felt like she was uninvolved in the punishment part because her husband was already so mad and felt so undermined and emasculated by her that if she had then come in and said, like taken charge of that and undermined him there, that it would have just been like a bridge too far for him. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, he was super angry. Not that he wouldn't have been angry anyway, but he was taking out all of it on the kid because everything mm-hmm. came bubbling up. And, and to, yeah, to send your kid away to go live with his aunt, like it's awful. I know, his horrible twin sister aunties. Yeah, and then the kid is there that night when her family comes over and is like, you're failing your child. Now he's going to come live with us for a while. Yeah. And you have to quit your job because that's why this has happened. So the kid is like getting this message like, oh, cool, my family's falling apart and it's my fault. Everyone hates my mom and thinks she's terrible and it's my fault. Yeah. And I do love that they kind of set this up a little bit by... The, the running joke that anytime they're angry at each other, they'll walk by to the kid and be like, why aren't you studying or whatever? I know. <laughs> I know. Why are you always on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I just thought was really well done. Because that, again, is such like a real human thing. It totally is. I've never overly yelled at the dogs because I was already upset about <laughs> something else. Of course not. No one would ever do that. <laughs> And I love that Sulu, even though she does love the job, she loves her family more and she's willing to make the hard choice to quit her job. Yeah, she is. And, you know, as much as I didn't want that to happen when she was talking to her boss, I was like, yeah, it probably is better for your family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like try again in a few years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, it's not the resolution you want, which is why you're also so happy when she comes up with the idea. Of, I know, because then you're like, oh, well, she's going to switch to making Tiffins now. I thought that's what she was going to do. I think I think everybody did. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, she's going to make the Tiffins now. And I was like, I'm going to tell you something. If you had just flaked out on one job, I don't know that I'd turn around and give you another job also when you were like, it's too hard for my family. And that's why it was so great. When then it was like, no, her husband can make the Tiffins yeah. and deliver them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if she's the one who's cooking for it. Because it also meant that he could drop her off. Like, he could shift his hours exactly. to better accommodate her schedule. Exactly. And he can be there more for their son. And mm-hmm. they can all, yeah. Yeah. And that was, and that's when you realize, even if you've, you haven't before, that is the moment when you realize her husband doesn't actually care that she's working. He doesn't actually care that she has the job that she has. Oh, you know, I assume once you get used to it. Yeah, exactly. It's just that it was untenable, like, in the situation that they were in. And I think this is the problem for a lot of working mothers, is how do you balance this work and home life, especially for this is someone who hasn't been working. So it's not like Mm -hmm. the whole system evolved up around you as a working mother. Yeah. It's like, no, you're back in the workforce, but people were used to depending on you for these other things and you're not there for them anymore. Exactly. Cause there's always little stuff that comes up and if, yeah, no one else is used to having to do that. It's hard. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was really good. And it was super sweet and funny and just had a really awesome ending. Yeah. It's a feel-good movie. And I really like it a lot. Yeah, me too. I'm really <laughs> glad we watched it. So next is Door. D-O-R. Mm-hmm. Confusingly. <laughs> is this another feel-good movie? Uh, I mean, kind of, but it's not like a comedy. Okay, I'll take it. So that is a movie about two women who live in different, you know, they wind up becoming interlinked because of a situation that happens with their husbands who are working in Saudi Arabia. So that movie is available to watch on Sling. Heavens to Betsy. I know, but you weren't expecting that one. No, I'll have to finally install it. Not just... Because my toddler has hit that button once again on the Roku. Well, now he can hit it and you can watch more. <laughs> so we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com. Hello.